You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. Okay, babies. Here's the second episode of Lust for Life. I probably say that after I leave this message and the theme music plays, but I recorded this so long ago, I don't remember what the hell I said. Okay, so this episode was recorded in the middle of summer. It's our law episode. We bring in a lawyer. I don't know why I mispronounced lawyer, but what do you, I need to have a funky accent to fit in with everyone. So, dig it. We have a great guest in John Laster. We have a lawyer. So, of course, we end up talking race relations in the law, and we talk about Trayvon Martin in the Zimmerman trial. It was on our minds. We had to talk about it. Still a funny episode. Real funny, but gets serious at times. If you're above real shit, then just turn it off right now. Find another podcast. Go find some improv dude from Michigan's podcast where he just does a bunch of world's worst bullshit like who's lying. But uh, if you're a free-thinking, wonderful person who also likes to laugh, but to educate and just to work your mind, which I'm hoping if you listen to this show, you're, you're one of those. So check it out, man. I'm real honored, real proud of this show on the early uh, phases, and we need to get this episode out, and I hope you enjoy this. Okay? Now I have to go back downstairs and shadow box. God bless America. You're listening to Lust for Life with Mad Dog Mattern. All right, babies, lust for life. We are here. We will make it happen. It's a crazy world out there, and we're going to talk about it. That's the lamest intro I've ever given. <laughs> From the top. But we're not, no, we're not going to edit. We're just going to le- look. This is what it is, man. If there's lame moments, there's lame moments. Life has lame moments. I don't know why I went all hippie on that. All right, with me today, of course, the great Benji Sussman, because I'll always give his name wrong until he stops it. working me. change it. Yes, my dear friend. What are the, Thanks for having me here. Uh, I really appreciate it. I'm your, excited. Your family, and you're technically one of my bosses. You're a producer of this <laughs> oh, show. So don't say plus, that. No, I think it'd be a great dynamic. No, I've read at home. It's like, oh, that's why he's on this show. <laughs> I want to. No, eventually we're gonna have like a Howard Stern and that and Paul Giamatti feud about eight <laughs> episodes in, just like in Private Parts, just so people have something to latch on to. Right. So we don't start off this boring again. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm sorry. That 10 seconds of boredom. We'll never get it back. Uh, special guest host this week, one of my dudes, the very funny, blowing up all over the place, Mr. John Laster! Goddamn right. And you better show up before I blow up, bitches, because it's going to be too late once it pops off. But I'm fucking happy to be here. Dude, this is great. This, uh, this studio is sexy as shit, by the way. No doubt. For those of y'all that can't see it, that's right. Yes, we should describe it. We have a door, we have which goes to nowhere, but that's all right. That's, that's how it's life a metaphor, is. metaphor, okay, yes. exactly. There are records of comedy albums all over the place. It's awesome. Some classics. Black Ben, The Blacksmith by Richard Pryor, which I don't think you can find anywhere. Anywhere. Last copy, actually, in the world. (laughs) I would bet, dude. It's right here, baby, in the booth. in the lab. (laughs) It's the only place you could come see it in the lab. You better be careful. That wife of his, uh, she'll probably want to take 10% of whatever you, you bought it for. If she's listening to this and comes, I won't won't be so upset. (laughs) Well, that would, would be very interesting. Um... Another great thing about this studio, 
there is a lamp. I don't know how to describe it, but it looks like one of the lamps that's in the barbecue place in Good Morning Vietnam that gets blown up. And that's what I like. And it's a floating lamp. Also, on top the of last that. remaining one. Last room. It survived the bombing yeah. from Jimmy Vu's barbecue. The last <laughs> remaining lamp. They're soft lights. They're nice. Huh? I love it. They're we got 10 groupies in here, but they're quiet. We keep them quiet during the show. That's how we do. Because they're good groupies. Good groupies. We keep the good groupies quiet as a motherfucker. That's what we do. So um, we'll bring on our guests a little bit. This is the law episode. We'll get to that in a little bit. We're going to talk all about law. We'll talk about some uh, current events that are going on in law. And just general, we're going to ask simple stuff about the system. I think we all have had some kind of altercations with law. I don't know if Benji, you got as you're very right. young. I, I know not. John has. Let's just be <laughs> honest. Goddamn right. People are like, is, "Does John was he a lawyer? Why is he going to be in talking to a lawyer?" No. I go, "John grew up a black dude in Denver. He's That's got a right. lot of issues with the fucking law. A lot of run-ins with the law, baby." Yeah, when I talked to you last week, because uh, I initially had you in mind as one of my rot- I want to have rotating guests, guest hosts, um, just like Tony Kornheiser's radio show, and it keeps it fresh and there's a dynamic and it, it just builds this family and it's awesome. And when I met with Benji here a month ago about doing a show, he's like, tell me the format. And I go, I want real stories from real people. And I don't want to just talk about comedy. That's not going to happen. And I want to rotate guests. Who do you have in mind? John Last was one of my first names, but you're one of the last guys I got a hold of because you've been busier than a cat covering up shit. God bless you. You've been doing it right. And then I go, hey, man, next week is the law episode. Do you have opinions on the law? <laughs> and he paused for a minute. He go, you're goddamn right I do. Oh, uh, he was waiting right. for someone to ask. I said, done. You uh, are in, Johnny, and we're going to make it happen. So Great we'll, timing after all the bullshit that happened this weekend, too, all the protests and all that. You know what I'm saying? I think it's time, man. You know, um, yeah. we got to talk about that. And it's going to be interesting, man. So uh, real quick, we're just going to bullshit for a little bit about some random stuff going on with me. And then we'll get going, okay? No doubt. This is what I'm doing now. This is the big thing in my life. That's what we want to know, baby. Are you ready for it? Yes. Are you ready for this? Spit it out. Public pools, baby. I'm finally <laughs> really? doing it. I'm doing it almost wow. every goddamn day. I Public can't stop. Pools? I love it. Because it's been so hot. And I was at, so I was in Vegas like a month ago. And it was hotter than fish grease. Yes. Man, I'm throwing the metaphors out today. It's metaphor <laughs> podcast. Animal grease. ones, though. Yeah, cat and fish. And I'll try and get another one. No, I like the theme. Wait till you hear fucked up like a soup sandwich. That's a good one. That's, that's Hired a- in giraffe pussy. How about that? <laughs> oh, I never knew that one. <laughs> I never knew that one. Writing that I'm one co-opting it last <laughs> We going in early, baby. <laughs> so, um, in Public Ve- pools. In Vegas, uh, most of my relatives have pools. So I was swimming every day. And even though I was eating bullshit, like ribs and all that, um, I lost like five pounds. Word. Word. I mean, I'm eating chips. That's I'm eating good. shit. Like, I eat healthy. You just saw me. I just had spinach dumplings and eggplant and carrots and peppers for breakfast. That was goddamn breakfast at 2.30 wow. p.m., but it happens. So I did that. I'm eating garbage, and I lost weight, and I felt good, and, and it keeps me tired where I can actually sleep before the sun comes out right. in the morning. So I wanted to keep that going, but I live in an apartment in Queens. Right. So where the hell am I going to go swimming? Public pool. The Astoria park pool and i was worried about it being of course a hypochondriac germaphobe oh man oh germaphobe in public pool like how does those go in the same fucking sentence right (laughs) it's very rough man and so i convinced myself because uh i always take walks in that park and i will always look at the adult like the lanes right and a lot of times of the day there's like five people there, so I'm like, okay, yeah. I'll do that. So I initially did that. So you scouted out like yes. when's the best time to go. But then it gets packed later day, and now I found out yesterday. Who's it usually packed with? What kids? The, but they're on the other kids. end. But then kids co-opt it. 
But I found out Because they're not in school right now. So no. this is their time to go do... They're going banana go, balls. Go piss in pools. Yeah, it's all uh, over exactly. the place. Exactly. <laughs> right, right, right. They're going ape shit, baby. This is their piss in the pool time. Oh, so... They don't even want to swim. Like, I got to pee. I gotta I'm going pee. swimming. <laughs> oh, and that freaks me out. But see, everyone gets bugged out about that, right? That's why people are scared of public pools. Right. I was just in Laguna Beach before I went to Vegas. And I'm swimming... In one of the coves. Everything's a cove there. They just can't say beach. That's how bourgeois they are in fucking Laguna. It's like, oh, Bobby's Cove. I like the sound Paradise of that, Cove and Dolphin Cove. Go fuck yourself. It's the beach. That's the what beach. it is. And I go there, and I'm swimming, and I had to pee. And I'm with one of my promoters of the, these tours I do, and I'm like, Koya, I got to go pee. And he goes, bro. And this is how he talks. Kind of sounds like, <laughs> like the great sportscaster right. Pharrell. He's like, just go in the ocean. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, it's nature, man. Look at the beach. Everyone here, when they have to, they'll just go in there. You got to get over <laughs> the The ocean, I don't mind. The ocean, I don't mind. Because everything shits and pisses the, in yeah, the well, ocean, that, right? What about the fish? And yeah. that's what I'm getting at. <laughs> People get so freaked out that you might have a little kid piss with mixing with chlorine jump in your mouth when you're doing a lap. Right. There's whale shit. You've had lots of whale shit in your mouth. Whale shit? How about let's take it up another level? <laughs> let's take it another level. There's tiger shark cum. There's let's be honest. tiger shark nut. In it's your all mouth. over the place. That's right. Starfishes are fucking. <laughs> I don't need yeah. that. And you're getting that. Oh, you, but there's salt water. What the? the you have had a fish nut in your mouth if you've ever been in the ocean. You like That's fish what we wanted to tell you on this show. <laughs> That's you've it. You've got fish nut in your mouth if you've ever been in the ocean. Let's let's bring in the lawyer to see how many years we get. <laughs> right. Let's bring what in the, the great Jay Welsh in a sec. Uh, the New York State laws. I don't know, man. Something about like if you if you know if if no, of course if you get in the pool, you're not you're gonna pretend that no one's peed in the pool. But no. if I see kids, I'm like, man, somebody pissed in this pool. I know, you know, you don't even think. Well, you're they, lying they, to you yourself. know what? Let me ask you this: Do they really have? Because I heard that at one point in time they had the chlorine that would turn a color. Right. The turn the blue. Mixed, or, yeah. Right. Is that true? Is that, or that's urban that's what I'm wondering. That's I've what I'm wondering. I've never seen it. I've never seen it. Is that because that now if that if that was true then I would feel comfortable because that means the kid with the blue streak behind him is fucking up. You would fuck up that kid for life. Yeah, he'd though. be scarlet lettered. When everyone's <laughs> this be right, pointing dude. at him in the pool and he's just like looking all around. <laughs> but they put so much chlorine, you could kill a lab rat. Like let, let's yeah. be, well, lab rats probably can't swim, so they die anyway. <laughs> but the fact of the matter is. Um, like I get done doing laps and my eyes are, are red, man. Like right. it's red dead revolver. Well, that's what I think about the ocean also. Like it burns my eyes and if I have a cut, it burns so much. I'm like, it kills anything. I don't yeah. care how many the waters ocean, are I believe. <laughs> the ocean, I believe, replenishes. It's got plants and shit in it yeah. that are eating, oh, that plants? are eating shark shit. Yeah, <laughs> plants eat shark shit? It's like manure. It's like the cow manure here uh, on land. Right. Exactly. There's all you types of shit that's eating shit. Yes. You're fertilizer. It's fertilizer that's for seaweed. If I piss in the ocean, I believe there's something that would drink it or somehow make some use of it. I do. The really? Truth is, I don't think pee is that bad for you. It's sterilized, right? Okay, you just scared the fucking shit out of me right now. Did he no, just say if that? If you get bit by a jellyfish, time out. Actual, you think you're gonna get sick from that? If you drink some piss? I don't think so. I know oh a few girls that will beg to differ. Hey yo, too soon? <laughs> too soon? What too soon. If this was in Germany, they would love it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> piss is piss is like for an emergency, and I heard that, <laughs> no, 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 no. You know, you've seen like these in the middle of a desert. You're stuck in a desert or on a boat, right? And yes. you can't drink the crazy water. Oh, Salt no. water makes you batshit crazy. They said so. You drink your piss. I've never but heard that is like piss. break glass in case of. Yeah, I'm not I've heard saying of that. I, I, I've you've ever never heard of somebody. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm just I saying. Not. Well, you're making it sound like it's not that bad. It's kind of like Snapple. It's not like Snapple. It's piss. Made from the best stuff on earth. It's fucking disgusting. I know. <laughs> All right, so you're in the ocean right now. Let's just do a hypothetical. Okay. Okay. You get stung or bit, I think it's sting, by a jellyfish. Yeah. Guess what saves you? Peeing. I knew that. Or yeah. the Peeing lifeguard, because right. I'm not going out that fucking far. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. They sometimes is. come in, dog. The jellyfish do? Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you this, man. I don't like any of that shit. And three days before I went to Laguna, no bullshit on HBO Go, which I got illegally. Um, <laughs> I watched Jaws for the first time in a while. Right. And I, I'll be honest about this. My OC is big shock. The host of the show of Lust for Life has um, OCD. I know what? it's a shocker. Whoopsie cakes. Um, you have OCD. Poor, what a shock. Really? Yeah. Um, it's still bad in pools i'm fighting it i'm getting better with it right but up till i'd say last summer maybe even a little oh no I, i'll be honest in jamaica when i was swimming in the pool at night the pool in jamaica i still look at the deep end and think a shark's gonna come out yeah and eat me hey, is that ocd if you, you or know what paranoia you, i don't think that's true because i know it's not gonna happen mm -hmm. but i, I well, think it's something thing... i have to do ever since i was a kid ever since i was a kid i had that so you were traumatized by jaws yeah, I think I st started before I saw Jaws. <laughs> yeah, that's, what that what that's what it was. He was traumatized. I think I heard of Jaws, saw commercials for Jaws. They yes. wouldn't let me see Jaws because they knew I was fucked up like a $2 watch. There's another one not food related. And, <laughs> um, or animal. And then I finally get in water, learn to swim, and all of a sudden I'm like, there's a, there's a shark in the deep end. I was, uh, yeah, and it stayed in you my were traumatized. head. traumatized. That's a for good years. movie. Yeah, it's an outstanding movie. Yeah. But I'm in the water in Laguna. And it, I'm having fun. I initially did not want to get in. It there was, was cold. a long time when I was younger that when I was scared, kind of the same way that when I would run in the woods, I would get my foot cut off. Because of, randomly because of, your foot would get cut off? Because of the movie Roots, you know. Oh, the, yeah. shit. Remember when they chopped Kunta's foot off for running away? I never saw Roots, and I feel traumatized. Yeah, man. I have white guilt now because but of you it. you know how much has to happen in the woods for you to get to that point? <laughs> yeah, first of all, you have to go in a time machine. You know how much shit has to yeah. go down in the woods before you get the fucking foot cut off? You, you have to end up back before Lincoln. Yeah. <laughs> I think I made a wrong turn. You got to end up in the state of These guys don't look very I friendly. I better put on a steel toe boot. <laughs> you got to, you got to end up in a Tarantino film. Yeah, you got to watch out, man. Those fucking movies when you watch them when you're younger, they can tweak you. They can, that's right. And so I've had that, and then part of me watching Jaws was just boredom at three in the morning and insomnia. But part of it was, you know, what? I know I'm probably going to be in the beach in Laguna the one day I'm in Laguna. Let's face this fear. And so I get in there. The water is cold as can be. And I'm like, no, nah, I, I can't do this. And Sequoia's like, get in there. Don't be a pussy. This is going to change your life. I get in there, and I'm having a blast. I haven't gotten beaten up by waves in a while. As you know, Jamaica doesn't have waves. All right. right. So it, I wasn't doing any of that. So I'm getting splashed by the waves. I'm having a great time. And then this son of a bitch pulls this line. Man, when the waves break, you can look down and see leopard sharks. And I go, yeah, yeah. That, what the fuck did you just <laughs> say to me? <laughs> yeah, the leopard shark. I'm getting the fuck out. Yeah. I'm going back to your house, and I'm taking a nap. It goes, Dude, they they're painless. They don't do anything. I hear leopard and shark. Yeah, I freak out because two yeah. they're two shitty them. things that kill people. If you said banana and slug, neither do shit to you. <laughs> right. I'm okay with that. Leopard shark. But those are the sharks that rappers have in their tank 
Oh. In that, it's a leopard shirt. They don't even if you put your hand in there. Right. I know Ice T looks hard when he does interviews at his house yeah. with the leopard shirt. He's like, I got sharks. Rap paid for this shit. Let's be honest, SVU paid for it. Yeah. <laughs> I love Ice T, but the body count records <laughs> right. and Home Invasion really didn't sell right. shit. It was your it was your acting coach that helped you get that. Yes. The funny fucking thing that you said about the sharks in the deep end is just like you said about those leopard sharks. I um watch a lot of fucking National Geographic. Yes. So, Love you know, when people, yes, oh. when they're talking about these goddamn sharks, a lot of times they say that, you know, we act like all oh, the sharks are way out in the ocean, and a lot of times they're not. They just don't fuck with humans, but they're actually, proximity-wise, usually not that far away from you when you're in some place like fucking Jamaica or something like that. They're actually not that far from the shore. In Jamaica, I asked every motherfucker there, about sharks and half of them are like, oh, we don't have those, man. We don't need that. They shit. don't. They don't come and kill humans, but they say that proximity-wise, they're not that far. You know, like should somebody like, like fucking, fifty feet away? Not fifty, but maybe three, four hundred yards. Wow. So it's they're within range. Should you just cut your foot off and just want to hang out in the water? They'll come get you. They'll come. They'll find you. Right. <laughs> there's blood in the water. They go. Right. Right. If you give them a reason, but they're but they're they're not super far. You know, because I'm always thinking they're out in the middle of the ocean somewhere. Not true. Not true. My ex just went whale watching right off the coast here in New York two weeks ago. Where's the whales out in New York? Exactly. I said the same thing. She's got fucking That's video to prove Shore, it. I think. Off of Rockaway Beach. She gets <laughs> on a boat. <laughs> off Rockaway. She said Jersey Shore. Now, <laughs> Fat chicks. Is it Rockaway? That's why he's here, baby. Sharper than a number two pencil oh test day. Another one. Yes. I think another one. Ding, ding, ding. On a show that's supposed to be more journalism than comedy. We don't give a shit. It's a mix like of both. Um, right off the shore of New York. She's got humpback whales, bro. Video. Isn't Long Island, like, isn't that two hours away, though, from, like, the islands in no, Massachusetts? No, she's right. He, no, I'm talking about she went out here. Rockaway, right. It's technically the far, end of Long yeah. Island. Right, and caught a boat. They went out for, like, three, two, three hours. And she said it was, like, 30 minutes, 40 minutes out. There's whales out there. I didn't even fucking didn't know, know that off of New York. Well, because they're outside of Look Nantucket, and I think you can take... A this ferry. is right off of New York. I'm but not talking about going up toward Mass. The, I'm talking about an F train to these whales. Right. You can take the fucking A train. These are A train whales, bro. A train. These are A train whales. <laughs> take a fucking Metro card. They fucking to see the whales, bro. But there's a ferry from Long Island to, I believe, Nantucket or Cape Cod. Oh, yeah. So I don't think it's that far away. So I think you can no, get yeah, some maybe. Lucy's. Get some Lucy whales. So, oh, this is the best. Get some crippled whales. <laughs> Boy, do fish come out the form? So, <laughs> we got to get a marine whales, biologist. The whales in, in uh, will. No, let me. That, sorry, I'm sorry. I don't want. Yep, yeah, yeah. That was fucked. Well, up. What was fucked up? You didn't like say it. I like to strike that from the record. Yeah. Did, <laughs> We're gonna start we, this whole podcast over. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm using my legalese. I like to strike that <laughs> yes. from the record. Jury this is the law show, thing. right? Yeah. <laughs> this is the law jury, show. Jury, just I disregard I, that we last thing. We got to talk about that because that always made me laugh. What's Disre that? Oop, something just happened. Dead. Oh, we're plugging it. I think How about dead. I unplugged us? Good. <laughs> we're leaving it in. I want people it's to the remix. This will be like if Andy Kaufman had a podcast. You know how when he do the specials and he'd have like thirty seconds of static, so yeah. that people get out of their seat and and fuck with their TV. Hilarious. That's what we just did there. Yeah. We're performance artists. We're keeping y'all honest. You goddamn right. Uh, keeping us all honest will be the law. Look at that segue machine. Hello. The law, baby. We got a lot of questions about the law and order. We need it. Um, 
A lot of people talk all that shit about anarchy and, oh, this utopia society. If people can love each other, people can't love each other. That's why you need law and order, because the natural order is chaos. But I think the problem that is we that face— Is that true? The natural order I think order the natural order is chaos, for the most part. I think you kind of have to be trained not to do chaos. Golden rule, shit I, like that. I think that chaos is, um, is a short-lived phenomenon. People like chaos— until they get worn out, mm -hmm. you know, and then they want some law and order because there's some new chaotic motherfuckers coming in. More chaotic you than you. Than you yeah, they, right, they want up right, to, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> and you're like, hey, we need some law around here. Because <laughs> yes. these motherfuckers just keep the music on all day long. <laughs> I love how that's the one you went to <laughs> for chaos. Not getting robbed, not yeah. old women getting cut no, for their purses. No. I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about black people keeping their goddamn music on all day long. Turn uh -huh. your fucking music off. Or I'm going to call the law. And that's why we have the law. But yeah. There's a lot of questions in the law. I mean, people don't believe in it at times. And they believe that the wrong decisions and uh, and they come to the wrong facts. Boy, that was just one <laughs> lazy sentence. I didn't know where I was going. I'll be honest. Um, and we're not going to edit it because who gives a shit. But people don't don't trust it. That let's, let's just say that. It's like public enemy. Can't trust it. That's what we feel like. So we're bringing in Jay Welch, who is also a comedian, but he was a lawyer. For several years, a major litigation lawyer, uh, we're going to break it down. We're going to talk Trayvon. We're going to talk NCA. We're going to talk general shit, and we're going to get it. We're not leaving until we get some fucking answers yes. today. So we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. I got the Laster. I got the Benj. I got producing my dude, Aaron, a.k.a. Supertramp. Jay Welch is coming. Lust Long arm for life. We're going to bring it down, baby. Booyah. All right, here we go. It's guest time here on Lust for Life. You started so excited right there when you started that up. Okay. Right. Well, I don't know. Do it. I'm naturally fired up, and so I think people expect everything I do to be. Blah, blah, blah. It's just too much. I kind of like a little light and shade with my comedy, with my talking, my oral style. I mean, I grew up watching '80s wrestling, and that's how a very good promo would be cut. Mm -hmm. Dusty Rhodes would start with. Let me tell you something, Dibby. I say, when we get to WrestleMania, then he, you build it up. And that's just to me, Led Zeppelin did that a lot. Nirvana, a lot of good musicians did that shit. So that's what I do, man. Look, I just did it again. It's called a crescendo. Crescendo. Boom. It's called a crescendo in music. I used to play the drums. Yeah? A crescendo. Well, we could form but a But I try here. to do that with my comedy. And that's why you're a beast. Ah, crescendo. <laughs> I could tell that one of John Laster's influences on the drums and in life is the greatest drummer of all time, Animal, from Muppet Show. Because <laughs> he just did a total. It's called the crescendo. Crescendo. Baby. That's right. Well, bringing the law crescendo. Segway machine again. <laughs> Who cares? Cheese ball I am. The long arm of the law, baby. Jay Welsh, everybody. Welcome, Jay Walsh. Thanks for having me. Thanks What's for having up, me, my dude? Dog. Hey, man, thank you. You are going to be our legal correspondent on this show. Very exciting. Okay, that's how it's good. Adam Carolla has Mark Gregoris. We got you, baby. All righty. So fuck Mark Gregoris, unless he's available. <laughs> <laughs> no, no disrespect. I mean, he's a little more high profile. Um, so, Jay, let's break it down. Um, give your experience as a lawyer. Sure, sure. And your specialties in it. Okay, Please. so, so I, uh, I, I uh, went to law school and graduated. And uh, 
Which law school? Uh, NYU. Heard uh, of it? Yeah, uh, people <laughs> have. It's accredited. Um, <laughs> and uh, so I went there. Uh, after I graduated from law school, I worked for a firm in uh, Midtown Manhattan called Oric Harrington and Sutcliffe. I worked there for about four and a half years. They're a national firm, and they've got you know hundreds of attorneys, and I was one of the many many people. <laughs> like there was a case at one point that I worked on for a while where I was the 15th person down on the depth chart of 15 attorneys working just in our office. It was big cases and stuff. What does that mean, 15th on the depth chart? So what kind of thing, what are you working on if you're 15th on the depth chart? Well, so the person who's first on the depth chart is like the engagement partner. So their job is to keep the client happy. They're interacting with the client, making sure they're Constantly talking to them. Yeah, very. It's a mixture of constantly talking with them and then constantly going occasionally on vacation with them or reaching out to Congress, that kind of thing. And uh, uh, then there's the partners who handle the actual litigations. So they, they're the ones who go into court and say, Your Honor. And then... <laughs> Where are they on the depth it. chart? <laughs> there's like two, yeah, three, they don't say four, anything else. Like, Your Honor. I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> Tag out. You know, th then whatever comes after that depends on the specifics of the case. You know? Sure. Or I am outraged, or I am very happy, or I'm very sad, whatever. Um, and then there's, uh, you know, uh, so there's partners who are the ones who handle the actual big picture litigation and interview the witnesses and make the opening and closing statements. And then at the associate level, which is where I was, what you're doing is you're uh, working with witnesses to help them prepare for a deposition or for a litigation. You might be handling a deposition. Uh, that deposition is uh, when you're preparing for trial. So there's a lot of work before a trial happens. Sure. And so the sort of the formal term for a lot of that is discovery, which is where, where you're each finding side, things. Yeah, exactly. Each side is discovering. <laughs> Look how smart I am with my UNLV degree. Exactly. Take that, NYU. I'm on the same level. Um, so basically, um, the, all right, so the number one, that's your quarterback. Well, the number one is like the head coach. He's the head coach. Maybe the athletic director. Okay. Wow. And the number one is the guy who gets to, you know, go on the yacht, the hot tubs, the Yankee right. tickets. Yeah. When you go into his office for a meeting, there's like pictures of him in a like in a racing car. Right. <laughs> Tough job, right. huh? Nice right. country, as my right. grandpa would have said. Shows he's qualified. You, yeah. you know, he, he climbed that ladder. He used to be 15 on the thing. So you're 15th on the depth chart out of 15? Well, I, I, when I started. When you started. So, so you start off as the kicker. Let's be honest. You start off as the <laughs> kicker the on the team. Boy. The, the water, water boy. boy. Boy, yeah. you, you took it a lot sadder than I did. <laughs> the I'm water sticking boy, with the That's metaphor. the secretary. Water boy's the secretary. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, you start off, you start off uh, you're pretty far down. You're reading. You're, you know, you're, you're going over case law. You're preparing memos. You're preparing sections of, of briefs that get submitted to the court, stuff like that. And then the longer you're in it, the more you're sort of interacting with witnesses or, or developing leads that kind of thing see this is what law and order never puts in no. they make it so awesome You're like i could do this case law jury we're good yeah. it, i mean it's a the amount of time you're in a courtroom even if you're the head counselor is is really pretty small i mean you're in your office most of the Studying, time right in conference rooms understanding i would, I would the, think that most people plea out most people don't want to go to court well, in, in uh, criminal, absolutely. Right. Okay. Huge percentage. He just threw the criminal at me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I see where you're going with he this. He just threw the criminal at me. Well, like, you, you, whoa, threw, you threw plea at me. In your community. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. 
in your black ass community. Yeah, you guys do try to plea out. No, I'm just I, no. I, you, I know, I know. I threw, I did. I threw plea at you. Yeah, right. yeah. The word plea. That's <laughs> yeah, not. That's right, not a civil right, term. Right, right, right. And then right. and then throwing black ass at me was not civil, but in a different way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, I, I don't mind when someone bl- throws black ass at me, but I prefer it to be literal and not metaphorical. Well, you got to move higher up on the <laughs> right. 15 on the yeah, depth absolutely. chart before you see some black ass. Yeah, I, trust you. I prefer it at Sin City right. in the Bronx. That's, right, what I, right. that's where I prefer it. Black women don't pull out the ass till you number one or two on the right. depth chart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> got to be Doug Williams. Exactly. You can't even be on the line. You can't be sixth or eighth. Exactly. You, you better be a skill player. You got to be standing next to Johnny Cochran for the black ass coming out. <laughs> oh. But uh, no, no. So, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so it's. Minimal time. That's where that's where you were at in the courtroom. Yeah, yeah. That's that's where all, like most attorneys are at. I mean, unless you're handling something where it's like a lot of like uh, sort of churn, where you're just sort of representing a lot of different clients, like a tiny amount, like some family law cases, like that, some other stuff. But most of the time, you've got a few cases you're working on, or maybe a few more cases than that. But your preparation to execution time it's just way more on the preparation Mm. side and and so there's so much work that so many years go in to these cases like the Zimmerman case like Trayvon got shot last year and the trial just happened and it happened over the course of two weeks so that was very tiny bit compared to Mm -hmm. yeah but the lawyers for the prosecution side and the lawyers for the defense side had been working on that case that was now that wasn't the only case they were working on but that was one of the cases they were working on and it was something they were working full time and part of their load every week was those cases i think the lawyers for the prosecution probably worked on it the night before <laughs> they were oh horrible. is that tomorrow they were <laughs> yo you know what we better get up out of here tip that bitch <laughs> The problem was they all all were on the yacht, not just the top <laughs> guy. And they're like, "Fuck, we gotta all work tomorrow." Them. All of them. I that, think the prosecutor. I think they was out at the strip club the night before. Like, yo, what's that little black dude name again? <laughs> <laughs> they, they were they were at Sin City waiting they for us in the Bronx. City. They were up there with the black ass. Oh, we gotta fly back to Florida to do this shit. <laughs> we gotta go back to Florida. I like this yeah, broad crystal. Nah, the way she kid, shakes her ass. Kid. Trayvon, Davon, uh, some <laughs> little little black bastard. Some little black bastard got popped down there. Yeah, let's go hit. Let's go. Let's go hit that court case. Well, the thing is that being when you're a prosecutor in those kinds of jobs, like that's very like, I mean, it's, it's serious work. But you have so many cases yeah. that are going through that office. Now each attorney is handling fewer of those, but the the office as a whole, it's designed to handle volume. Sure. So you're talking most stuff please out. Part of the reason most stuff plays out is because the prosecutor's resources aren't designed to handle every single ah. case going to trial. And especially, very few defense uh, defendants have the level of resources that Zimmerman had, right? Right. One of the things that happened when this case became a national case, when he be- when Zimmerman and Trayvon became famous, is uh, a bunch of people decided to give money to Zimmerman's legal defense fund. Right. And... So to the tune of hundreds, a couple hundred hundreds thousand of thousands of dollars. dollars. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's right. To the tune of that, yeah. Yeah, when when you are hand, when you're defending a murder case in the state of Florida and you're relying on a public defender, like uh, look, I'm not giving an exact figure here, but the average amount that the public defender gets paid to handle those cases, particularly in the South, 
is you know Peanuts. well under five grand. Peanuts. W- Nothing, w- right? It was well under five figures, and it sometimes as little as a couple thousand bucks. Right. So the resources that someone who doesn't have the money has to get a, a lawyer to defend them are much more limited. And so the pressure on those defendants becomes that much greater so that they end up settling. Right. Relatively few of these cases go to trial, and even of the ones that go to trial, relatively few of them go to trial where each side is equally you know, well-staffed. Right. Well, here's my question. So you say that about public defenders. Mm-hmm. Is there an incentive as a public defender? Like if you are... If you get really good, let's say mm-hmm. you become the LeBron of public defenders. Mm-hmm. Does a major law firm pick you up? Can you become a DA? Like, how does that? Is there incentive to do well so that they do protect these people? I think for the most part, I mean, if you're trying to get a job based on your record as a lawyer, the better your record is, the more people are going to want to hire you. It's it's like uh, being a pro sports player, except you know every case is a contract year. But now my question, if you're a public defender and you're bad at it, uh-huh. right, who hires the public defenders? Like the city, right? Yeah, the or city the or the state or the county hires those public defenders. Now, they might be inclined to have public defenders who aren't making waves, but they're not hiring them to fail. They're to not, fail. They're not they're – not, there's not a sort of a secret agreement where it's like, now sure. remember, you're going to lose these cases for us, right? <laughs> but it's, it, they don't need a secret agreement to some extent. Legal point-shaving does not happen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, they can let the gap – and like, I'm not going to say it never happens, but it's not a systematic thing. What is a, the systematic thing is the resource gap and the stakes gap is sufficiently high, right? This, but there's also huge pressures on prosecutors to keep their numbers up too. Because, you know, pop prosecutors, especially like at the district attorney or attorney general level, like some of those positions, and again, it depends on the state and the region, but a lot of those decisions and positions are publicly elected. And people want those positions. Yeah, people want those so, positions. People are very competitive for those positions. If Elliot Spitzer wasn't getting convictions, he never would have made, he would never have become the attorney general. He never would have gotten the, the bump up to governor. He couldn't afford super hookers, let's exactly. be honest. Exactly. <laughs> 20 a night, holla. He would have had to resign in disgrace over much uglier women. Oh, man. Right. Like, not, I, like not, I probably not, will. Not $4,000. Those right. broads are great. A pop. But see, so that's my question, though. So obviously... When you're trying to get those positions, you have to keep your game up. Yeah, yeah. But if you're a public defender, and let's say you're the Charlotte Bobcats of public defending, mm-hmm. you aren't winning for shit. You know, you do you get fired by the state, city, or, or county? Look, if you are screwing up at the level of where it's pilot error, then you're. What does pilot error mean? Like, okay, so like when a plane crashes. Like, sometimes it's because there was a problem with the systems. Okay. Sometimes there's a problem with the guy who was running the plane. Okay. Right. So, in a lawsuit, this is way different percentage-wise, win-loss, than it is when you have, like, a plane crash, right? Because planes are supposed to never crash. And with lawsuits, one when you go to court and you get a verdict, normally one side wins and one side loses. Like, there's sometimes where, like, it's complicated and you can kind of split the baby. But <laughs> when you have... A bunch of split yeah, the baby it goes back to Solomon, <laughs> yeah, exactly. right? We've uh, had yeah. a, we've had a long, rich legal tradition of splitting babies in Western <laughs> society. <laughs> but but so so uh, if you 
are doing your job as a prosecutor and yeah. the other guy is doing his job as a defender and i apologize for the gendered language but if you got if both people are doing their jobs one of them is gonna lose and it doesn't mean that they're doing a bad job it means that someone loses right so like uh when you talk about like some of the lawyers who are arguing before the supreme court if you have a record where you are going 500 before the supreme court that's a really good record because it means people thought enough to make you one of the guys who was arguing before the Supreme Court. Sure. So if you are like screwing up because you're falling asleep during the trial or you're falling. And that really does happen? Is that, that frowned that upon? That has. It is frowned upon. It is. It these is, prudes uh, these days, people, Benji. How dare they? Look, even even if you are trying to set up a system where the poor defendant gets railroaded, you don't want that headline because that's just right. going to make your job harder, right. right? You want if your job is to screw poor people, you probably want to do it in ways too boring to attract the attention of the general public. So uh, go on. How do you then rate these lawyers if it's not win loss record? Well, is you look a- you look at their performance in the trial. I mean, win loss record is part of it. Also, comparison against others, but a lot of it is like you see the feedback you're getting from their clients. A lot of it is you see Comment how they're cards. performing on the stand, how they do in negotiations. See, my, exactly my, 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 my experience <laughs> with, <laughs> these, with these guys, you know, let's, Word of mouth. let's take it back to the hood, right? Let's talk okay. it back to the hood, okay. right? Okay. My experience with these guys, at, you know, public defenders and stuff like that is 90-something percent of them, whether you are guilty, innocent, whatever, when they get you in the room, they're basically telling you, you need to plead this out. They basically, That's what they everybody I've ever known with a dope case, with an assault case in the hood, these attorneys want nothing to do with trial. Most of them are incompetent, and they'll tell you, I'm way overloaded. You got to plead this thing out. Basically, you, you have I got no too much shot. On my plate. Yeah, hell yeah. They'll tell you in your face. Is that them looking out for their own record, maybe? Yeah, no, that's them looking or out just, for, I don't want to be bothered. Just, this is bothersome. And I probably don't have the skill set to really get you off, and, and nor the resources. So you're going to jail, and or what, you plead this thing out. What if that person really is innocent? Right. They don't, that's not, these attorneys don't give a rat's ass whether you are innocent or not. They will basically tell you in your face whether you're innocent or not. I don't have the money to get you off. And I got all this other shit going on. So either you plea it out or you're going to jail for the full sentence. Or risk being, can't you also say risk being innocent? That's our experience. Uh-huh. I'm just telling, I don't know what your experience is, dog. But our experience is black men, when they get you in the room, they're going to tell you the same thing. Well, I got I, too much on my plate. I don't know what to tell you. If you fight this thing, you run the risk of coming up found guilty, even if you are innocent, <laughs> and you're going to sit there. Or mm-hmm. you plea it out. And we'll get you down to something where you can go home, and it'll be a fucked up charge, a big fine. Well, I'll tell you what my experience was. Underage drinking in Salt Lake City, which, boy, if you could get tagged with that shit. Did you, did you have a really good soda? <laughs> I barely drank. I didn't want to lie to the cops. We're coming, we're coming from the Horde Festival, uh, Neil Young. Who's going to not drink or smoke something at a Neil Young concert? I, I mean, I don't get high. Just My boys up. got high, and they had booze with them. I'm the one who said, don't smoke weed with me in a car, please. Don't carry it with me in a car. Don't let's leave the bottle of Jack that we snuck in there and the beers. I had like maybe a beer and a quarter at the Horde Fest. We get pulled over. We left Park City to go to Salt Lake. We were staying in Provo. My buddy wanted to go to Salt Lake because he heard girls were dancing in cages. Not a titty bar. 
This is a fucking Wednesday. A it's Wednesday Salt in Salt Lake. How good is this? Like, this is insane. And so It sounds like some yeah. real gangster shit. Yeah. 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 It sounds like there's more to this. A deer runs by. He shakes the car trying not to hit the deer. All the cops see is us shaking. They don't see the fucking deer somehow because they're too busy smoking and probably getting high themselves because they are the centers of that state. We'll talk about it some other time. We get pulled over. I, I got cuffs in front of the university. Of, of Utah, that's why I don't root for them. That's why. The next year. Because <laughs> right. that was their fault. Yeah, I don't root for Kentucky, but I was. I said, Tubby, beat the shit out of the Utes, and fuck you, Van Horn and Doliak. So I hate them for that. And um, my other Van three Horn. friends got a court date this together. I didn't get a court date the same day. I can't tell my grandparents, who I lived with still a year into college, they would have just bugged out. Right. My mom and I were really getting along at that point. She, nothing for nothing, in and out of jail and trouble her whole life. She was working as a waitress at a bagel joint downtown, new rock star lawyer, Bucky Buchanan, who's in Ocean's Eleven as himself. Wow. Yes. And, which is great, his buddy is a lawyer in Salt Lake. He's like, that's fucked up. I got your boy. Don't worry about this. I write a check for $400 to this man named Bruce Savage. He's going to handle it. He's going to go shall in. shall remain nameless. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he goes in. Jake, I get in trouble for this? <laughs> Fuck him. Bruce. Right. <laughs> um, he's supposed Can to you go. Could you kick the plug yeah, out? <laughs> kick the plug again. Uh, he's going to show up, take four, care of it. 400 bucks. Motherfucker does not show up. Oh. December 23rd, I'm tuning my bass. I'm in a band there. I'm about to do a gig. Two days before Christmas, my grandma <laughs> goes to the mailbox, sees a letter from the court of Utah. What is this shit? Um, I don't know. I, I got is that the letter talking? Yeah, the, 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 letters, the letters are up in Germany. Yes. <laughs> She's like, what is this shit? And uh, I don't know what you're talking about. It says you have a warrant for your arrest, Utah. Oh, you know, I told you when we got, I told her this shit, and I don't lie well at all, and I don't like to do it, that my buddy Chris got pulled over, and <laughs> I wasn't wearing a seatbelt. You don't get a warrant for that shit. No. And this asshole did not show he for me in court. I paid him 400 bucks. I'm a broke ass. I don't even think I was a busboy then. I think I was working at a golf course, getting dollar tips from old dudes named Chi And he took the money and ran. Yeah, so how does that make me feel? Uh, go to fucking Utah. I believe God doesn't show up. I fucking Here's I believe I believe in the law. I do believe I do believe that the system works if you have the money. If you have the money, the system sure as hell works. I believe that the, the legal system works perfectly fine but, if you got the trap. If you got the money, it doesn't matter what a, color you are. But doesn't that mean it doesn't work? No, but that's my question, Jay. It if, doesn't work for us. <laughs> if I got no, money, no, work for OJ. Because the first motherfucker. Well, that's time, what I mean. Because he had the no. money. Well, that's what I mean. Well, did so it, I don't think it's a I'm saying it's not. I don't even think a black thing. I don't no, even think it's a it's black the, thing. The, the color is green. That's right. The color in the legal system is green. Unfortunately, we are at the low end of the totem pole, generally speaking, when it comes to money. So that thus, you know, we fill up a lot more uh, jail not, cells. I, I mostly agree with John about not, that. With, with so that so thus we fill up more jail cells. We make up seventy percent of the prison system, twelve percent of the male population in America. Well, but there's also you know I don't know how that thing kind of. Yeah, <laughs> I don't well, know how that kind of skewed up like that. <laughs> I don't know how we got all those good seats somehow. But there's also more policing that's happening in minority neighborhoods. Without question, without and, question. And so you know, look, if you not are, only that, well, not only that, I'll do you better, do you one better than the policing. It's as, it, and these aren't my statistics. You can you can look these up. If me and Mad Dog walk out of here and commit the same crime, mm -hmm. the exact same crime, 
I am seven times more likely to end up in jail than you. What if it's the two same? black cops? What if it's two black cops? <laughs> We'd have to look into that. But <laughs> wait, I know wait, that statistically. Why are you, you proposing I... something so implausible? <laughs> <laughs> what if it's what if you got an anti-Semitic cop and they could tell I'm half Jewish? <laughs> <laughs> well, then probably 50-50. But if me and you commit the same crime, and this two is two Irish this cops, is, they can tell that I'm a quarter Italian. This is documented. <laughs> I am seven times more likely. Well, not, not is that, is that if say, you're doing it together? No, right. no, I'm just saying if we're committing. No, no, I'm saying independently. Like, if we commit if the exact same crime. Right. Or you both right. like commit like right. sale of drugs or right. something. Dog is probably 12% likely to get locked up. I'm 84. The, pro the problem with those statistics is that you're we're saying missing it's, a few it's points skewed there, but for, the, for what the population is. But can't you make the same argument for gender? Men are fifty percent of the population, but like ninety-five percent or ninety-two percent of. But prisoners. that should hold true then for black men and white men. We should both as men. No, my point is, what are you looking as? The, where are you going to draw the lines of look at how it's not skewed for the population? You lost me. Meaning, there's what are, are you? You're kind of saying it's it's kind of racist that black. I'm men saying are, if me and dog go do the same shit, no, we should but, end but up but in jail. No, but would you say the, that the, it's the, that the, it's uh, gender biased also, or that men? And I'm not trying to say that black people commit more crimes. That's what you're. That's you're trying what, very hard not to, in fact. <laughs> no, but, <laughs> very hard. But would you at least say that men commit more crimes than women? I've, and um, that's why there are more men in prison th compared to the I will say, population. I'm going to take would, a language I would, I would think so. I think Definitely, the new I would say scaring women straight. I would. I, yeah, show. right. Yeah, that is a good show. <laughs> great show. I, I think that there's more men cops. And if me, John, and a random girl is doing the same crime, the cop might want to fuck them, the the girl be, more than be, us. Right. Do you right. think that's what it is? I think, think there's got to be a percentage of that. You yes. think dudes women do help commit out. the same amount of crimes that men do? You know, no, I would say the same amount. Do you know, do, no, not violent. Not violent. But they'll Definitely get off not. on other shit that we wouldn't get off for. They a girl getting caught. I hear so many times girls getting caught smoking weed in the park and nothing happens to them. Well, wait a minute. And then you know, dudes you know, getting caught and black know, dudes just smoking a joint in the park. Do you know the NBC fucking, you know how they do the catch a predator. So they did a racist type of thing little piece on that and it was each one of these kids the same age with the same outfit on stealing a bike yes hmm. so the black guy is stealing the bike there's this mob that shows up hey what are you doing with the bike there's a white guy stealing the bike no mob people start asking him questions hey what are you doing eventually he's like yeah you know i'm taking this bike he says they all say the the mm -hmm. script is the same for right. all of them mm -hmm. white girl says i'm stealing the bike guy says just like you just said mad dog do you want me to help you it was pussy. bizarre, and it's and, and it's all on video. They shot it for this reason, so you could see the response of the different people at the same poll um, no, trying to manipulate this question. white law. How attractive was the woman? She Good was question. fairly attractive. There we okay. go. Yes, because if she was fucked, well, she was a slob. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. They would have kicked her off the bike. Like if I she broken... had my facial hair. <laughs> well, different strokes for different folks. Uh, yeah. I've broken the law for hot chicks. Yo, we all Try have. Try to get pussy. Wait, we all have let some hot chick get away with some shit. Yeah. Yeah. And and just wrote it off. I had a, a hot chick fucking. I know this bitch stole some money out of my jeans after I fucked her. You let it go. I fucked her again. <laughs> <laughs> I let her come back for a return visit. You think? So. Like, if, if, if this is the policy, is this, is this the how much it costs to take the New Hater Jersey full. turnpike? Let's right. do it. <laughs> you know, I'll get on. I'm in. Here's a question, Jay. I'm so guilty. You're a lawyer who could admit this, okay. that, that there is race issue with the law 
Do well, other lawyers discuss I think this? Everyone too? Does all the lawyers to say that's true? But some people aren't. I got uncles who are just so hardcore on the right side that it's just no, the system's true, and and they'll say these people and shit like that. I'll be real. I'll be real. These <laughs> people minute. do that Wait more. They deserve I, it. Let me let me tell you, bro. I have black friends who say these people about <laughs> black people. <laughs> they are black, and they say that about black people. Like, yo, those people. You know, there's black people that, that that are disgusted by some black people, so it's not a, it's not always. No, but the, can't but, this, but it is. But there is a there is a structurally, you know, like I said, it, it, it's weird. Just like when I said that uh, talking about the video, yeah. the thing that was weird to me is they're all doing the same thing. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You can't just say, oh, the guy just stopped this guy because he's black. I don't mind that. But if a white guy does the exact, if the same crime. How could I get locked up? Well, how am I seven times more likely to be locked up than you? Or you have the stop and frisk. 90% of the stop and frisk. Oh, yeah, stop and frisk, absolutely. Right. 90% of them are false alarms. So if you have – wait, but but I'm just saying, even as you're catching people in that net and then you say, look at all these crimes black people commit, you just stopped fucking a million fucking black dudes. 900,000 of them had nothing to do with anything. Of course you're going to get more – Saying right. the people that you catch in the net that did do so, you didn't stop a million white guys. Not to mention, like the price of that black people are paying, knowing they're going out into the street, right? And they're that much more likely to get stopped by the cops, right? It changes the relationship that citizens have with the police force, which is a bad thing too, right? And so it's it's bad for society in that way. It's and it's then it's just this tax that gets placed on black because men specifically. a lot of the crime that goes on, if you did trust the cops and trust the system, black people would call the cops on the f- bad elements that are in the hood, right? Yeah, but they yeah. they don't trust you. Them. Don't trust right. these they motherfuckers, been, right? I if don't you're gonna them. steal something, steal a shirt that says "Stop Snitching." Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, back to what Maddo was saying that you know people hardcore believe in the system. It, the system on paper isn't racist. The problem is we have people enforcing the Executing system, it. and people are racist. Yes. So the system could be okay, but to say that no human being is going to have a, any prejudice is crazy. It's crazy. Everyone does. Every, you that's, have to. That's what to I be mean. A person. Black people have prejudice yeah, against black people. So think of it like this. We are, it's like it's like we a, do. I do fucking sometimes. Shit, <laughs> I've been fucking walking home like, let me catch a cab two blocks to get past these fucking crazy looking black people. Can, <laughs> just get in. Where do you want to go? Just right there. Just. Yeah. Uh, I jump right in the cab. Cab, you're like, we're next corner. I'm right. not about to walk past these niggas. You crazy? <laughs> I'm not about to walk past them niggas standing in front of that liquor store. Yeah, drop me off right here. How much? That? Ten, ten bucks? Take 15 because they was going to take 100. <laughs> I love here. you, Johnny. Watch, uh, black people were racist too who gets fucking crazy go on jay go though this is great well so like think of it with the legal system think of it like uh you know being in a car race like okay like jeff gordon is a better driver than anyone at the table in terms of a car race uh but if he is on a city bike and i am in a ferrari i am gonna beat his ass sure in a car race so the 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 resources you have can help you get a better pit crew can help you get a better car so there's a lot of there's a difference between racism like in intention and racism in effect and when you just sort of have a system where there's more black people who are poor then the effect of that system as applied is gonna have a disproportionate consequence that's not that great for the poor people who are then disproportionately black. So for the most part, black folk are going into the race with like a unicycle. 
and white people are driving Ferraris. Well, I think there's uh, to some extent, yeah. And the poor people in general have a disadvantage, and then the poor black people. There are also some disadvantages that are specifically racial, right. like the stop and frisk stuff, the right. co- policing that's happening in those neighborhoods. Profiling. Yeah, the profiling, whether it's by the state or its officers, like actual police force, or whether it's by wannabes like Zimmerman. Right. Right. But I don't. But I don't. I don't think you stand any better chance in a courtroom as a poor white guy. Sure. I think that that's just a money yeah. thing. The defender just has too many things. I don't think he's going to stop and say, "Oh, I got this white guy on my." Do-. I don't think he gives a fuck if you're a poor white guy. Yeah. If, you're, yeah. if, if you got some money, white, black, or whatever, you're going to get a good defense. And and people who are acting in their professional capacities are actively terrified of being thought of as racist. So wow. you're, if you they were, do, so that's that's what yeah, I wanted to get at. But that's that's one of those lines, right? The the worst thing you can call a white person isn't an ethnic slur; it's a racist, sure. right? It's, it's yeah, no, that's true because ethnic slurs don't hurt. Women. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, you know, be this if, if you could, you know, the stakes are a little lower if you're <laughs> yeah. you, whatever the slur is, you're just still reminding the person that they're white, right? So you're white like, honky, like really, dude. Oh, so, really? A, so, so by honky you mean white, <laughs> right? Right. That works out okay. I too. won the lottery. Okay. <laughs> I'll take that. Right, I'll take that. You're a lottery winning jerk. Yeah. <laughs> Have fun on the train, yeah. dude. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, but there, so it's like the Chris Rock had a an album right called Born Suspect. Yes. And that's that's sort of the one of the really unfair things about it is the suspicion that sort of falls on the class by default. Uh, which is, you know, pretty terrible. Let's just go. Let's just cut to it on this now. All right, we're talking about race. The Trayvon Martin case. Mm-hmm. How much of that was race? I mean, people were outraged. Race from, uh, from a legal perspective. But how much, legally, how much of what? Like the verdict, or <laughs> yeah, everyone I think just assumes that it was. Uh, well, he, he's not even a full white dude. Uh, Zimmerman, Zimmerman, right? Like, he's he's like Spanish, right? Well, but there's separating out how much of this, how much of what happened yeah. in well, which well, place. Well, you know? people just look at it as it's uh, he got off because it was a black kid, and I think I don't, I want to know how much you think of that as a lawyer. But like people didn't talk about every lawyer I heard, every law, a legal expert I heard talk about that case mm-hmm. from months before it said that Zimmerman was getting the fuck off. Right. So to me, the outrage was was outrageous. It was like, I get it. This poor black kid who might not have been innocent. He sounds like he was thugging out a little bit. Mm-hmm. The dude probably shouldn't have got out of the fucking car when they told him not to on the phone. What, what? 911? Right. Oh, so probably is difference. an understatement. Right. Yes, I think that was shitty. But people, I think, just look at it as, well, white guy kills black guy and gets off because he's a white guy. But they, I, I, he got off. Why? He got off. The biggest reason he got off is what the evidence was and what the law was, which is the law in Florida is a pretty high bar to uh, convict someone of murder. It's a pretty high bar everywhere to convict someone of murder. What about Texas? It's high everywhere. But in Florida particularly, with the stand-your-ground law, the way that plays out in the murder situation is what your obligation— if you are defending yourself, you— in some states, have an obligation to retreat before you use deadly force. Deadly force. Yes. Yes. And in some states, you do not have an obligation to Lord retreat. one of those. So we're Tallahassee. That's why Stevie Wonder won't play there. Right. So, so what he's saying is, in Florida, you don't have to try to run. 
Yeah. You can at once once somebody engages you, you don't have to try to find a retreat, even though you're not in your home. Yeah. Colorado, well, you have to be in your it home. It seems even more not when someone engages you. It seems like you could almost start a fight, lose, be losing, losing. and then shoot the guy because you're losing that fight. It, well, the way that's how yes. it works in effect. Yes. Right? Because if there's no other witness. Right. Because because it becomes a he said, she said situation. And if you're the only survivor, right. you get to tell your side of the story. They don't get to tell theirs. Now, that's the legal, right? Now, yeah. now let me tell you the, where all the anger from black people comes from, okay. right? So, the, so legally, legally, you have to understand in the, in the Trayvon case, the following and all of that is out the window because it's not illegal to follow him. This is, this is the truth. I don't okay. care what black people, they can be as mad as they fucking want to. Mm -hmm. Let's just stick to the law. Okay. The law says that once they engage in this fight, right, in the event that George Zimmerman feels that he is in imminent danger of great bodily harm or death, he can pull a gun. Doesn't have to be in that danger. He has to believe right. he's in that right. danger. So that he believe that he George Zimmerman has to believe that he is in imminently in danger of serious bodily injury or death. As, as long as he believes it. So this is this is in, and that's in the heat of a moment in a fight. Right. Right. When your blood is up. Right. So here is why black people are angry, right? Black people are saying that really what you're, you're, you're throwing to the jury, this is just our, the way that a lot of, I'm going to speak for myself, and I think that I can speak for a lot of black people. A lot of black people are sitting there what saying. About the, what about those ones one block away from your apartment and in front of the liquor store? You're going to speak for them too? Oh, yeah. No? I'm, gonna, I'm, definitely, I'm, definitely speaking for, I'm definitely speaking for them. They're going to come after you for that. I don't even you care. You take two I'm, cabs. I'm catching cabs all, all week long after this shit. All I'm saying is this. Most black people are saying, okay, so then it's either true that this guy, right, that you, that, that you chose to follow – is you're willing to follow someone that you believe could could bring to you tons of bodily harm or death. Because no matter what, you have to get into this guy's mind. I'm going to get out of my car and follow someone that I think has the potential. Potential. With his bare hands of bringing me either imminently, seriously bodily harm or death. Wait a minute. At I'm going to I'm going to follow him, right? Mm -hmm. At some point. At some point Doesn't this matter guy. Doesn't matter now. What about next week? You could argue that I think maybe if he stayed in my but neighborhood, I mean, but, he could fuck well, that's me imminent. up in a week. That's imminent. imminent. Right, 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 imminent. So so, so but in the so then, immediate future. So then you engage with this person and most people that that, that were outraged by somebody like me is a 160 170 pound kid is on top of you. Yeah. How does a hundred if, if if a kid 160, 170 pounds could bring you to the point that you felt like your life was in danger? One, why did you follow him? Why would you follow somebody that you thought had the potential? I know some motherfuckers that I look at, I'm like, I would not want to tussle. I would never follow that person. Yeah. The only person, the only reason in, in anyone's rational mind that you would follow that person is you have a gun. Well, it's a power. It became a power issue, yeah. right? Wait, but yeah. so so the There's imminent thing is kind of out of is yeah. out of the is out of the minds. But to me, that when you pass it to the jury and they say that we believe that this guy could have thought he was in this in danger from a hundred sixty pound boy, really, what you're saying is, well, shit, he's black. You never know what he could have pulled off. To us, sure. that's the way no, we I, see and it. I get that. It's totally. because he's black. Because if you put a hundred sixty pound white kid on top of somebody, you wouldn't say he was going to kill this guy. It's almost well, like just you just believe that he has this superhuman gangster. Like you just said, oh, he was thugging a little bit. How? What What makes you, what What did Trayvon well, do you ever do? Was, you don't think he was on top of him? 
I don't think he was on top of him when he was shot. I think that he was on top of him at maybe sometime at the beginning of the altercation. I think that when Trayvon got shot, he was on the bottom. They said that, that there was a distance between the the gunshot where that went through the sweatshirt. If you're on top of somebody and you're punching them yeah. and you're reaching back for your gun, they're going to be hitting you. You're trying to ward off the – and then bang, and you get up. The sweatshirt could have been pulled off, but he, he was wrestling with him. He shot him, and he got up. See – well, that I don't think we'll know. If, uh, no, but I, I assumed. Which I, is I, the problem I, with the standard right. ground is that I don't we think have you would be witness. on top of someone screaming at the top of your lungs. Help! Help! Oh help! God. Help! Why would you be on top of someone screaming at the top of your lungs? And well, you who's, notice, who's and screaming? you notice, Trayvon was screaming. It's no way that this guy Zimmerman is screaming because the the screaming stopped the instant the gun went off. Well. Yeah, because that's what But I mean, if you shot that. someone, you're screaming and it's over. If I'm, I'm why would I be match. screaming as I pull? Ah, help, help, help! Bang! Well, Who does that? But we can, we're, we're applying common sense to it right now. Right. A situation like that, there right. is no common sense. Right. But I'm just saying that it de it de it defies all rationale that you're screaming help but, but, at the top of I, your lungs. But what I'm saying, my dear friend, really? if someone's on top of you, it, what I'm just saying is is there is no rationale at that point. Right. You're just going on pure but do you, instinct. But, but would you be thinking, I'm about to die? Let me, let but me. you're not thinking. You're reacting. And that's why I don't like guns at all. That's why I won't right. touch one. I'm scared I'll like them, and I want to carry one and get all that I'm shit. Not, I'm not, I think it just leads let to me, shit. Let me, let me and tell now you, we have let a me kid tell you, dead. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like buying. Really I'm not, thing. I'm not, Stay away from it on the chance that you like it. I'm, I'm, not, buying it this, girl. I'm not buying that this guy is on his back. First of all, if he's on his back, it's physically impossible to get a gun that's holstered underneath your back. Yes. To pull it out. That's physically impossible if you're on your back. So no way this guy's on his back, number one. He fucking fires the shot. I think this the, the kid Trayvon is, is fucking underneath him. Not to mention, why would I believe someone who took a class on answering these type of questions? Mm. This guy was trained in how to respond so that it was self-defense and he was fighting for his life. But that doesn't mean everyone who took that class, therefore, is guilty in those situations. No, I just, I just, I just, I just mean when you add up all of those, I mean it's just to too much. Class, to get out of the car, right? Trying after to be a, a while, cop. it's too much. But from the law's perspective, those things don't make him a murderer. Well, here's the thing: is that it makes him stupid and like well, I'm just, for trouble. I, no, I, I, I'm just, I I'm just saying that after after you add up all of those facts. To me, from our perspective, and keep in mind, there there was a Trayvon last night. There's a black kid. It happens every single night. All the time. There's a black kid that was shot by a cop for no reason last night. It happens daily. Last night could be happening right now. Right. It just Middle wasn't caught day. on tape and Sharpton didn't protest. Yeah. First of all, they didn't even want to bring this guy into court. Look at all the evidence. You don't even think that that was court worthy? They would have never even brought him to court. Yeah, he didn't get indicted right. until there they was didn't a even national think, right. movement. There wasn't, they, all of that evidence wasn't even worthy of bringing him to trial. And they get into the jury booth. Three of them said he was guilty when they first walked in the jury room. And this this wasn't even worth bringing the court? Like, so imagine what we think and when we think watch it. And you think that's a race thing? Yes. Okay, I, I, yeah, I would agree. Yes. And what do you feel about that, Jay? Because I think if it was a white kid that was a 160-something-pound white kid laying out there on the street that had just got shot by a black guy who happened to be following him on some community watch with a gun, I think that, yeah, they would have arrested the black guy. Use your I logic as that a lawyer. Night. I agree with Lose that your, for sure. I think that's very plausible. I think that's – I'm using the, both my logic as a lawyer and my reticence as a lawyer to say that that is very plausible. <laughs> let me yeah. give you two – no, I, I think if a black guy <laughs> follows some white guy and, they, and, and white people hear it on the phone – they tell him don't do it. He he ends up fighting with him and shooting him. I think that they would have arrested the black guy. And I think guy we all agree that with night. that. But let's let's go with this then. Both Trayvon's a white kid. 
and Zimmerman's a white guy. The same facts that happened in that trial. Everything's the same. But does it, the guy get convicted? Yes or no? Everyone's white. I think we're all in agreement now. If it was a black dude and a dead white kid, that the black they it would have been different. It it would have been at least would have been brought to trial but, immediately. Immediately. Yes. I, I don't even think. And, for, and again, you know, one guy's opinion. I don't even think Zimmerman's race enters into it that much. Like I think maybe a little bit. It makes it easier with him with the cops when he's answering questions afterwards. Uh, and again, but you know, I'm like, I don't know. I can't look into the heart of the people in the Sanford, Florida Police Department. But, you know, their actions in this case weren't that great. But it's does he get out of the car in the first place? And if Trayvon. He never would have got out of the car. I don't think he gets out of the car. He I never don't gets see that out of happening. the car. And that to me is you don't even have to get to the fight. You don't have to get to the jury. I can, here's, here's the thing that bothered me about that question that you just answered. I wanted, I wanted the prosecution to bring in a white guy because they they were out there that night yeah i wanted them to bring in a white kid that said i walked past there yeah Mm -hmm. there were there was a white kid that walked that same path that night around that time i wanted them to drag him in and say what did you do when you got home so that they could explain that if this had been a white kid the white kid got home that night there are other factors we don't know i I see your point but we don't he doesn't get out the car there's no way no, that George Zimmerman gets out of the car. You don't have a you don't But have does a fight, that make him guilty of murder? Does, does what? Make, the fact that got for someone car. else he gets out of the car and this person he doesn't. Getting out of your car doesn't make does you not, a murderer. Not, does not make you a murderer. Right. Do, no, I, do I believe that George Zimmerman is a murderer still? Yeah, I do. I think that when he said, when he said that they always get away with it, in his mind, he was predisposed to say, they're not getting away with it tonight. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen tonight. Right. So he got out of the car with the intention of pulling this gun on this kid oh, you no think, matter uh, what. I don't know about that. Pulling this gun is different yeah. than uh, detaining bringing justice right. to his gated community. Right. Um, but the, the standard is beyond a reasonable doubt. And I, you've made your argument for why you think you, – why you don't have any reasonable doubts. Why you right. think there's no reasonable doubt. But we've all been talking about what was going on in the situation – well, well, evidence- well, here's, here's, well, the, here's, the, here's what I'm trying to knock down. I'm uh-huh. trying to knock down the self-defense claim. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that he thought that he was uh, going to be – that he, he, he could experience over-the-top bodily harm from this kid. I don't think that. Mm-hmm. I think that he was angry and he shot him. But- I, I just don't think that he – I don't think that the self-defense claim doesn't hold with me. Okay, and, I, I, that's, and that's based on your view of the evidence – Right and uh, based not just like on you read a newspaper article, but like based on he wasn't hurt thing. enough. He said he got hit twenty five thirty. You could tell he'd been hit two three times. I don't think that he was he was hurt even even by him it, his own admission to the police when they said, "Do you want do you want some attention? Do you need to see uh, the ambulance go to the mm-hmm. hospital?" He says, "No." They asked him to come in. Do you want to come in and talk to us tomorrow? He said, "I got to go to class." You were just in a fight for your life, and you're worried about going to class in the yeah. morning. Not just in a fight, but also killed a guy. Right. Yeah. Like to me, like how, really? How about when like? You, wait a minute. But I'm just saying. Yeah. You you talking about you were that's you sociopathic, out a, ain't it? You pulled no. I'm no fuck that. I'm saying you pulled out a gun, right? Yeah. Shot a guy, which means that you thought you were in serious yes. trouble. And then they say, hey man, you want to go to the hospital? Nah, I'm cool. 
No, I got really? geometry tomorrow. Yeah. Really? You but were I, hurt that saying. bad? To me, I think the self-defense thing, to me, the, based on the evidence, based on what Zimmerman said, I don't think he felt but that he makes was it more. That makes it more into a sociopath, John. If you just take a guy's life and you're worried about fucking class but no, the next day. No, we're talking about the law. I'm talking about legally mm-hmm. he has to think that he was in imminent, like, I am in trouble right now. I'm saying that I don't think that he was hit to the point that he felt well, at any hit, point in time. Or he felt he could have been hit right. to the point. I don't think that he was. But, but I not don't that believe he that. was, but he, it could have gotten I don't there. believe that he was. I don't believe so any of that. he took one punch and said, oh, God, this is going to get real bad. Pulls out his gun then. I think he took the a punch is, and if was. If he believes he's, it's right, not, that's is thing. he? He doesn't have to it's be It's him hit. believing. Right. And that's, that's, this is, to me, this is a case of jurors correctly applying a bad law. This is a, a badly designed law. That they are, I think, applying correctly. There's the argument you're making about whether it was self-defense or not. The way I see it, I don't think that he believed it. Is what I'm saying. And I, I I understand that you you think that I could also see a person in a panic making a bad decision, making a series of bad decisions, and that gets into an area where, do I think it's possible that your interpretation is accurate? Absolutely. So I think it's more likely than not that your interpretation is accurate. You know, I think it's it's very plausible. I could see if I was sitting on the jury thinking maybe it's more likely than not that this self-defense claim doesn't hold up. But can I definitively rule it out is a very high standard. And it's a very high standard that when the prosecutor doesn't have a better sports car than the defense, when they're both making their arguments, it becomes not a clear situation, not an inarguable situation. And if it's a fight and you don't have a video of it and you just have, well, this person heard part of it and this person saw part of it, and then this one guy who I don't trust completely because he's the only guy who lived out of it has his story, story but then you, he definitely got punched too. And We I, don't know that he definitely got punched. Well, what he do you he say, definitely what, got beat. He definitely got cut up a little. I believe that he could have done that himself, and if I was the prosecution, I would have tried to argue that. Because he, he know because only only reason only reason I'm saying that is because he knew yes what he would have had to show that he knew he would have had to have something. I, I, I just thought when he got to that, I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I, I do believe he got hit. I think don't, that's, don't, I think I don't that's be- shit in movies. I believe he like got you see hit. In the movie, Uh-oh, I believe he got I'm hit. I'm gonna rub myself like up. I, 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 no, I'm just fucking with you. I believe he got hit, but I'm just saying I would have threw it in there if sure. I was a prosecution. <laughs> <All right>. Well, <laughs> how about when they told when they and we gotta start wrapping up, boys. We gotta start wrapping up. They told Zimmerman they had the video. He first reaction was, "Oh, thank God." Oh yeah, I don't. Bu- I'm not buying that anyway. Okay. He- well, how about this for John? A quick question. Yes. Do you think that your interpretation of the facts is also based uh, on race? Is uh, that and you're inclined what, 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 to, to judge it a certain way as well? Without question. Without question, I'm biased. You know, because it happens all the time. You know, and, and not to mention, I mean, I, I, we all watched the goddamn Rodney King beating. And we still saw the, you know what I mean? It's to, to, there's some people that it just doesn't matter. Like, he's some superhuman black guy, so I see why they had to beat him for 30 minutes and kick him. And Like, really? But it's almost the same thing. It's, it's, to me, it's the same argument with Trayvon. Even though this guy's only 160 pounds, who knows? He could have, really? But do you he's get, a kid. Right. But re- you know, you're an adult. But to me, but, to me but, but look at the premise of the argument to yeah. find this guy not guilty, that this guy believed. But, what do you believe but about a hundred sixty? But Johnny, this is this is guy with skittles. Really, I, I get it. I mean, it's but it came from a lot of this this shit, this myth 
a superhuman, comes from, I don't want to say an innocent place, but, you know, white guys always want to be black, right? As everyone says, for the most part. And I'm not in denial of that, okay? Um, we look at black guys as not only the coolest, black guys always seem tougher than the random white dude. And so well, that is in your head and nothing for nothing. Because I've been thinking about this shit a lot, like well, profiling as I'm walking the streets. I'm going to be real. Black dudes walk with an angry face more than white dudes. I see a white dude with an angry face, I get the fuck away from him too. <laughs> Remember, I almost got killed by fucking skinheads. They knew my real dad was Jewish before I ever fucking did. It dawned on me like two weeks ago, or a month ago, I was back in Vegas. I'm like, when the skin, oh my God. Like more, more moments came to me. They were doing anti-Semitic shit to me. I didn't know what the fuck they were talking about because I thought it was just a Dago. That's a different story. But the fact is, scary, scary. And a scary white dude, you know, as a black dude, right. freaks the fuck out of a black dude. But again, but, uh, but black dudes do walk but harder than more, but, but, and we do give you but credit I, for but just I, being badass. But I appreciate more. you making that point because you, you, you're true. making, well, you're making the point that I started with in the beginning. Then why follow him? Right. Go home and watch Tebow, That's motherfucker. That's what bothers me. There's, new, there's no consequences for him. You have to take some responsibility. Well, well, to me, I'm just saying that if you feel that way, right, if you have this thought that this guy is that badass, why would you ever follow him unless you knew I'll pull the gun? Because I'll tell you this. Well, he had false confidence. That's what it was. He goes, worst case scenario, I got a gun. It's not necessarily, well, I'm, I'm going to go shoot this kid. I, I think that's, have... and that's where we And that's where we defer right there. And the biographical right. evidence, the evidence of his life shows that he doesn't have the best judgment, too. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this. You know how I fucking went to the ocean and saw Jaws three days before? That uh -huh. fucker watched Death, Death Wish, Chuck Bronson, two days before. <laughs> and he thought he was Mr. Motherfucking Majestic. <laughs> You know what's so you know funny? What? I'm you know joking, what's so funny? but guess what? That could have happened. Yeah, you know, watch no, some goddamn movie. Yeah, you're right. No, you're right. And oh, you know what's bro, so bro, funny? Bro, bro, you know what's bro, so funny? Right after, the, right after he was found not guilty, they gave him the gun back. Oh, good. Yeah, just... He could go do it later on Go at day. it again, son. He <laughs> we'll meet <laughs> you back in a year. Let's <laughs> run it back. Did he just Let's run it back again. Did Zimmerman just say Start saving for a new legal defense fund. I don't even know. Some fire or some dumb shit. It's a car accident. Yeah. We got to wrap this up. We did not get to the NCAA. We'll bring this whole crew back and talk about the NCAA sports I'm glad we just solved the race problem. Yeah, it's done In the United States, we're all good, baby. You know what we need to solve the race problem is more black nerds. Because well, those coming. are the ones who are going to fight the toughness, and that's how we're going to get this right. whole thing taken care of. You hear that, networks? Give the Lucas Brothers all the programming <laughs> on your show. Lucas Brothers still look like I they'll think start shit, though. The networks have already heard that, actually. Oh, <laughs> Close the question. It's going to be just broad, whatever. System. Uh huh. Overall, as a lawyer, do you have faith that the right people are going to jail and the right people are being presumed innocent? It's a... Big, big system. And I think there's places people can put pressure on it and make it not work. I think for the most part, it, it tries and it mostly does okay. If you... I'll take that. <laughs> would you say to someone... As a white Jewish kid. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Who went to Yeshiva ben, University? Benji's ben like, we're all right with yeah. it. But, but this, Zimmerman, this the, is a place where the, the system the did not work. Jewish council school with it. Absolutely. <laughs> this is an example. <laughs> Elders yeah, yeah. of Zion here. Pretty cool. Jay, I'm it, not saying every time it works. This is a time where it example. absolutely did Black For black men, hashtag fail. <laughs> yeah. It's, Has, it's, hash, it's, yes, it's failed us. Something John, terrible. Hashtag epic fail. <laughs> hashtag <laughs> epic. Thank you. You, I, you know it. what? I, I I threw out a fail and I've been raised an epic fail. So yes, Come, and that comes and, and that comes from uh, from the, the long arm of the law on our, <laughs> on our panel. Um, real quick, if you're just an average person, uh -huh. 
with no money, yeah. and you get <laughs> accused of a crime, how confident should you feel? Uh, you know, if, if and I you have... Are innocent, and you're, you're innocent. You're and you, innocent. You definitely didn't do it. Innocent as a jaybird. Well, I think, I think you're trying to figure out how you can persuade people. But it, it's going to be... If you got no money and uh, they've got good evidence, it's, it's hard. Now, here, now here's, here's, this is where I'm going to creep you guys out. Uh -oh. If you are completely innocent, you're accused of some shit, I still have faith because I still believe that the people, there's good enough people in the legal system that if somebody really does enough and they find out, hey, this guy's really innocent, I believe white, I don't think that white, black, I think that there are white people, I would trust mm -hmm. a white guy still to be like, yo, this guy's, and fight like hell for me. I really think that – I still think that people are still good enough. I well, think the system sometimes fails, but I still trust in people. Well, I think trust in people is another argument because I believe uh, – I agree totally with Morgan Freeman at the end of, of Seven where, where – what's he – he quotes Walden. He's like, the world's a wonderful place full of good people and it's worth fighting for. And he goes, nah, I just believe in the second half of that statement. <laughs> we'll discuss that another time. Jay Welch, thank you very much Thanks for, having for me, coming Matt in. You're wonderful. Johnny Laster, you'll be here honor. many more times. It Benji will be here many more times. Super Tramp, I Woo. can't. great job as always. You look tired. I know we went into the jargon, but we fucking you can't stop us. Benji, throw the plugs. Throw the plugs. Well, I was going to say, you guys want to go first? Tell people where you find find you guys, where you're yes. at. Sure. What are you uh, promoting? Follow me on uh, Twitter at WelchJ, W-E-L-C-H-J-A-Y. And you will be on more as a legal correspondent, just Excellent. so you know that. Fuck Mark Gregoris. Find him at fuck Mark Gregoris. <laughs> <laughs> I believe the full address is fuck Mark Gregoris unless we can get him dot tumblr dot com. No, you, you <laughs> earned your job. Johnny boy. I'm everywhere, man. At Real John Laster. J-O-N-L-A-S-T-E-R. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, everything at Real John Laster. Good damn right. Benj. Uh, oh, I guess me personally, the best of BS on Twitter. And then Stand Up New York Labs. Check it out. We got cool stuff. These podcasts, YouTube, standupny.com for shows. Great shows. Stand Great Up shows. New York's the best, It's baby. pretty dope, man. And uh, right. Because we're here. You <laughs> <laughs> the fucking best. No, I yeah, love even this. If we were I working, love this joint. I don't want to say names of some clubs, but there's some clubs. I don't want to get you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> at Mad Dog Matter, Facebook, Mad Dog Matter. Uh, my website will be up eventually if uh, my promoter, who isn't too busy, peeing in the ocean just playing <laughs> so cool. i love Ouch. you baby uh no he's taking care of business it's all good i'm, I'm busting balls um this is a real pleasure to be here lust for life we're gonna keep it interesting it's not always gonna be laughs we're gonna get serious we're gonna figure shit out and sometimes we'll go to a stalemate you know i don't think we got much out like we didn't figure it out but we know where we, we heard all everybody's stand. voices in this bitch i tell you that and that's where it is it's true so until next time it's mad dog Madden for aaron our producer aka super tramp my dude Mad love to you. We'll see you next time on Lust for Life. And I want to remind y'all, we're all worth a million in prizes, babies. Don't forget that. Out. Ciao.